This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, August 31st to September 9th, yes indeed, my next Great Saints pilgrimage to Rome and Assisi, along with my friend Father Scott Bullock. Go to pilgrimagetorome.com and see what others have said. It's filling quickly, pilgrimagetorome.com. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Prayer. Did you know that that's what we were created for? Yes, prayer. Union with God. Without prayer, as I'm fond of saying, our faith is just a hobby. My guest today writes and models this life of prayer and is helping others do the same. Author of the book, Personal Prayer, A Guide to Receiving the Father's Love. Father Boniface Hicks, a Benedictine monk and spiritual director, offers us the 30,000-foot view of prayer, but also some practical ways we can begin and or deepen our prayer lives as we walk through life. I think you will enjoy this as much as I did. Here it is, my conversation with Father Boniface Hicks. Hey, Father. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for coming on. Um, you, you wrote a book a, a little while back called Spiritual Direction, A Guide for Sharing the Father's Love. This book is Personal Prayer, A Guide for Receiving the Father's Love. What's the difference in the books here? Well, they're certainly meant to be companion volumes. The Spiritual Direction book, of course, has to do with spiritual direction, which is focused on prayer and the spiritual life, but as... Uh, it's guided by a spiritual director. The second book on personal prayer really focuses on our personal prayer life. So the images on the cover of the book tell the story. The image on the front of the spiritual direction book is the three travelers on the road to Emmaus. Two walk together and a third comes to join them, and that's the experience of spiritual direction. The picture on the cover of the personal prayer book is Peter sinking in the water and reaching out to Jesus, and that's really our personal relationship with God, which is one-on-one with the Lord. We are weak. uh, We are sinful. We're a mess. Why does God want anything to do with us? Well, that's, uh, that's part of the mystery of our faith, isn't it? We have a God who is merciful love and who loves the weak and the sinful so much that he becomes one of us, and he wants to call us forth into the fullness of life by uh, reaching out to us like he does to uh, St. Peter, picking him up out of the water when St. Peter boldly steps out in faith and starts to sink. Jesus is right there, and that's really our experience in, in prayer as well. We don't pray because we have it all together. We pray because we don't have it all together, but we love the one that we're praying to, and the Lord wants to draw us into that intimate and personal relationship with Himself. Uh, as, as Catholics, sometimes we can hear the words personal relationship with God and run the other direction. But, you know, we, we can learn a lot from our Protestant brothers and sisters here. I know they can learn a lot from us in many other areas. But, you know, that, that personal relationship with God, what does that mean to you, Father? Well, God is Himself relationship. And so one of the things that sets apart Christian prayer is the fact that it's relational. We could use a bigger word and say that it's Trinitarian. God is Trinity. He is a relationship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And He's extended that relationship to us 
by coming among us in the in the person of the Son who took flesh and became one of us as a human being. And the amazing thing is that having a human relationship is now is now the path for us to have a relationship with God. It's he, he meets us on the level of our humanity and he draws us into a relationship. So to make a contrast, unlike Eastern uh, non-Christian forms of prayer in which we might try to pursue some kind of technique in order to achieve some altered state of consciousness, human prayer is always relate is Christian prayer is always relational and human. It's like having a relationship that you and I are having right now in a conversation. If we knew each other better, that relationship developed. All of us know how relationships develop, and our relationship with God is no exception. It develops by spending time together. It develops by sharing our hearts with each other. It develops through listening. It develops through talking. It develops through asking for help. So all of all of the things we know about human relationships also apply to our prayer lives and apply to our relationship with God. What does your prayer look like, Father? Well, I'm a Benedictine monk, so part of my prayer is gathering together with my Benedictine community. We pray the Liturgy of the Hours together. We sing uh, morning prayer and evening prayer every day. That's the origin of Gregorian chant. So we have that communal liturgical prayer time together, and we do spend a chapter in the book talking about liturgical prayer. Uh, We obviously celebrate Mass together, and that's also uh, the heart of liturgical prayer and the source and summit of our uh, lives as Christians. Uh, My personal prayer also consists of Eucharistic adoration. I spend an hour in front of the Blessed Sacrament every day, and that's really where that personal prayer time has a way of uh, growing most fully, that extended time of of committed prayer where I can open my heart and speak to the Lord. Uh, also uh, praying the rosary, praying the Jesus prayer, different devotions on, on different days, but, but really that liturgical prayer and then Eucharistic adoration. And of course, as a Benedictine monk, also uh, Lexia Divina. I spend a lot of time reading scripture and reflecting on scripture and allowing God to speak to me through, through the sacred scripture. What do you say to that person that's listening now that says, uh, I work eight, 10, even 12 hours a day. I've got a family. I've got responsibilities. I just don't have time to pray. Well, I think, uh, Mother Teresa said, if you have so much going on that you don't have time to pray, then you need to pray twice as much. How can we handle all of those responsibilities on our own without the help of God? Now I, give spiritual direction to a lot of people, and I, especially with married people, with children, with work, I recognize that there are a lot of demands on people's time. I think that at least allotting a time a week, an hour a week, is a great thing, and then a few minutes, 15 minutes, a half an hour every day, is also very manageable. Yeah, I think so too. And that can look different for for everyone. It doesn't mean we neglect our responsibilities. You know, I mean, saying, honey, I can't do the dishes, I got to go pray, that doesn't work. (laughs) Making time, though, which is how prayer is spelled, T-I-M-E, in some facet of our day, maybe it means waking up a little bit extra early, or maybe it means taking your family to prayer as well. Uh, you know, you, you, listen, that's, it'll be the most important thing you ever do as a family. So I know we got responsibilities and a lot of things going on, but there's nothing more important than this. There can't be, right, Father? Yeah, if we make it a priority, which it ought to be, our relationship with God should be the highest priority in our lives. If we make it a priority, we have a way of finding the time. I, 
often challenge people about the amount of time they spend watching television or the amount of time that they spend frittering away lives in other ways when we're committed. And I, I know married couples that the husband comes home from work and he says, hey, honey, it's your time for a holy hour. Get out of here. I'm taking care of the kids. Wow. Go and spend an hour with the Lord. And she does the same for him. And as you said, taking the whole family is also a great way to do it. If we make it a priority, then we'll, we'll find a way to make the time. That's cool. What, that, that, what you just shared, that's inspiring. I need to do that in my own marriage. That is really, really cool. Um, yeah, they, you know, friends, there, there are so many different books out there and guides to be able to help you um, get this one. Uh, Personal Prayer, A Guide for Receiving the Father's Love. Uh, Father Thomas Acklin and Father Boniface Hicks, who joins me right now, um, has written this book. And again, it it is meant to allow us to receive the Father's love. That's what prayer is, to receive, you know, to receive. Thank you, Lord, for, for giving us your entire self. Of course, he does so in the Eucharist, but giving us himself every day in prayer. It's all about, it seems to me, Father, giving God permission. That's right, and we try to get into some of the real experiential dynamics of that personal prayer in our book, uh, several chapters on uh, how we develop that relationship with God, what that looks like. Obviously, He doesn't talk to me the way that you're talking to me right now. How do we understand how to hear Him? What happens when I'm distracted and when I'm uh, tired and uh, when it seems silent and when God seems hidden? And we really try to get into a lot of those dynamics in the first half of the book, and then in the second half of, uh, half of the book, apply them very practically to prayer in the Mass, prayer with the Liturgy of the Hours, uh, Lexio Divina, Eucharistic Adoration, the Rosary, uh, the Jesus Prayer, and really look at, at what that relationship can be like if we, if we enter into that human and relational prayer that God has invited us to in Christ. Beautiful. Beautiful. stpaulcenter.com. stpaulcenter.com is where you can get the book. Also, you can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they will order it for you, I promise. Personal Prayer, A Guide for Receiving the Father's Love, Father Boniface Hicks. Thank you for coming on, Father. Great to be with you this morning. God bless you. So there you have it, friends. We can't live without it. Prayer simply is not an option for us as Catholics. If you're struggling in this or don't know where to start, start with his book. It's not high theology here. It's practical and needed if we're going to grow in our relationship with God. After all, that's the point of life, isn't it? Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Inviting your friends to take part in the show, visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I am John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.